1: there and welcome to this week's z2a podcast with me mark and jules from the multi-award winning future toolbox hello everyone now this is where we pick a letter and a topic and discuss how you can use our tools to improve your own personal development and life so big moment what's this week's letter
2: well this week following the theme that we have for november about self-care we have picked the letter s for speak out And that works well with the theme within November about men's mental health and helping them to have the courage to speak up and speak out about how they're feeling. Because, unfortunately, there's still that big stigma around for men that they are the man, they have to be the really strong one and it's difficult for them to be able to show their feelings and it particularly affects their mental health.
1: Yeah, and you have those phrases like man up and boys don't cry and again that puts a big stigma on to the fact that it's not okay for men to speak out and say I'm not feeling too good, whereas... It couldn't be further from the truth.
2: Absolutely. And some of you lovely listeners may already be totally aware of the struggles that we've had over the last 10 years with mental health brought on by the brain injury that Mark suffered over 10 years ago. We'd just like to share with you some of the issues that we had in terms of Mark's inability at that point to be able to recognise and admit that he was struggling, let alone speak out and get help.
1: Yeah, following my injury, I mean, I was basically just told to go and live my life as normal after being signed off from the hospital. And nothing really prepared me for the non-physical effects of the brain injury. So things like horrendous fatigue, memory issues, the inability to concentrate. And these were things that I didn't really understand what was happening. So this led to a lot of low mood and anxiety, which then I didn't understand how that was affecting me either. And at the time, I was travelling all around the country going to schools delivering motivational speeches and workshops to teenagers in schools so you can't be somebody with low mood and anxiety Mm -hmm. when you're standing on stage in front of 200 teenagers having to be weird and wacky and mad.
2: I remember when we launched our book about this what the hell just happened and a very dear friend of mine I heard her say to one of my sons well, he can't be suffering with anxiety or depression and be a public speaker. That just doesn't make sense.
1: No, it's very, very true. And being a very laid-back person as well, to all of a sudden be quite stressy and quite snappy and just go into your shell was just not the type of person that I was expected to be. And I think that's the word I've just used there is expectation because people had this expectation that I was just going to be weird, wacky, lively, laid-back and all the fun things, but then they don't see what happens in the background. And I'd never suffered anything like this before. I think I was probably anxious as a kid sometimes, but no more than kids are anxious.
2: Yeah, and the longer we went without being able to understand what was happening and being able to go and talk to somebody, the worse the situation got. And it was almost like he put a shield around himself and wouldn't let anybody in. And it wasn't until we got to a very, very low point in our relationship that we realised both of us, that we needed some real specific help. So we went back to the doctors and eventually got some serious help. And it took two years to give us the understanding and the coping mechanisms. But even still, there are times when you feel it difficult to be able to open up and admit to the fact that, you know, you've suffered a little bit with mental health.
1: Yeah, and that goes right back to the stigma. So, as I say motivational public speaker stand on stage delivering training programs life and soul of the room or party or whatever it is but then all of a sudden you realize that you're not
2: so this has led us to begin a new part of the future toolbox which we've called brain or shine some of you might have seen some bits on social media about it now what this is is a community that we've created starting with the book to help people that are involved with any form of brain injury so that might be you yourself has the brain injury or it might be that you love somebody that has a brain injury and you need to know or want to know how to help and support them and understand what the signs of these hidden disabilities are and how to cope with them and how to manage them so brain or shine We've started that, so what else is happening within there? Yeah,
1: so Brain or Shine has been in the back of our minds for quite some time, and now it's live. We have a Facebook group where people can come online and share tools and tips in a safe space with other people who are living around brain injury. There's also an Instagram page where we share our own tools and tips from lived experience. The website is now live, and there's also a podcast with bite-sized episodes that people can just tune into, listen to for 10 minutes... And again, just get some more information from.
2: We're about to do our very first webinar in a couple of weeks as well. So please do look out for that. Being mindset coaches as we are for the Future Toolbox, this has been a nice way to use the experience and knowledge that we have from being, like myself, a master NLP practitioner and got qualifications in behavioural psychology, So it's able to give back from all of that knowledge that I have through the qualifications, but also the lived experience of Mark's brain injury. So to be able to help other people is a continuation of the Future Toolbox, what we began in the early days of being able to make a difference to people's lives.
1: So you can go to our website, brainorshine.com, to find out more about the brain injury. But this isn't just about people with brain injury. What else do you think holds people back from speaking out?
2: There's lots of reasons why people don't speak out. Generally, it's the fear of being ridiculed or criticised or the fear that actually you might be wrong. But also, quite often, the fear of saying what you want to say. You don't quite know how to say it or how to begin those conversations. And that's what can hold people back.
1: Yeah, people don't like to be wrong. And I think that's sometimes how people can feel. I certainly remembering the days where I was feeling pretty low, I thought, I don't really want to say something here because that might make me appear weak or it might make me appear that I'm the wrong person, I'm not doing something right. So, yeah, it's quite a strange one, that.
2: Yeah, it's really hard, isn't it, when you've got something in your mind that you want to say but you don't know when or how to say it. And that can happen in all sorts of situations. And I think one of the biggest places where it's hard to speak out quite often is when you're in your workplace.
1: Yeah, the workplace can be a real tough environment. When you're in a group of people and you're spending each day together, for example, you might be working as part of a team where you're trying to become the top employee or the top Mm -hmm. salesperson or get the most customer service points or whatever it is. When you show a sign of weakness in that area, it's easy for people to consume you. Sometimes it might be the office competition, so to speak, But other times it might be that you just don't get heard because everybody else is getting on with their lives. They're far too busy to even notice what's going on. So then it can be quite easy just to sit there and think, do you know what, I'll I'll just get on with it. I'll just get on with this and be the person that they want me to be instead of being the person that I am actually being at the moment. And that's where the phrase suffering silence comes from.
2: Yeah, that's a phrase that you've heard quite a bit, (laughs) suffering silence. But do you remember that other one? If you haven't got anything nice or good to say, then say nothing at all. So that almost makes you doubt what it is that you're going to say, thinking, well, is it good? Is it nice? And then you start thinking, will it be valued? Is it worth it? And then you've got this huge (laughs) amount of information in your head Making you think, Well, I'd better not say anything.
1: Yeah. And that phrase is great if you're gonna go out and insult somebody, you don't say it. But if you're gonna say something that maybe somebody will judge you on, you're thinking this is negative, this is not gonna help move the day forward for everybody else, then that's where people do sit back and think, Yeah, I better shut up now. I just better get on with it, dig in and, and get through the day.
2: Very true. And if we go back to the theme of the month and the fact that on the 19th, it's International Men's Day, with the theme being healthy men, healthy world, and our own personal message with that is that it is okay to reach out and to speak up when you need any form of help. But what other things can we do to help each other to create this healthy world well,
1: I think the key for me when I was really going through a tough time was to focus on things like health and well-being. One of the big tips is to stay healthy. Look at what you're actually doing, what you're putting into your body, for instance. So healthy eating, drinking plenty of water. So a big thing for me was to look at ways to combat fatigue, which was one of the centre pinnacle points that caused a lot of the issues related to my poor mental health. I focused on eating healthily drinking plenty of water and staying hydrated but also the exercise was massive for me actually getting out the door going for a run going to a gym class an exercise class being around like-minded people that was so so good for me and if you feed your body with these sorts of things then that starts to energize you and that can only be positive energy so massive tip for me just look at your diet look at your exercise look at your well-being
2: yeah i mean in terms of eating as i've mentioned in previous podcasts i do enjoy cooking
1: (laughs) (laughs) and i enjoy eating your cooking you
2: enjoy eating it but for me that's wonderful because i love finding new ways of making sure that we get the correct nutrients that we need because we do actually do quite a lot of exercise so therefore we need to fuel our bodies and if we don't do that then that will have that negative effect So for me, that's a wonderful challenge that I really, really relish because also we don't eat meat or fish. So making sure that we get the right vitamins through other sources, I just enjoy it incredibly. I love doing it.
1: It's a win-win that one. The next one we've got is checking on a mate. Now, this might sound counterproductive because you're going out there and asking somebody else if they're okay. You're asking them to speak up. But another key thing I found from this one is by going out and talking to people that maybe are in a similar situation to yourself, you've then got somebody to help you along the way. So I had sort of two sides to this. One of them for me was being on a brain injury group where I was working with other people who were going through similar Sort of side effects of brain injury issues and poor mental health issues. By being in that room with people, we could talk about it and think, oh, do you know what? This is actually okay. There was a whole acceptance there. The other side of the coin was talking to a friend who maybe was suffering a little bit themselves and thinking, do you know what, mate? Yeah, actually, I feel that sometimes too, as well. And then you can work ways forward together.
2: Do you know that's very true. And one of the big things that I got from going along to that group as well is I found people that were going through what I was going through living with you and the situation that we were in and that was an absolute eye-opener for me to be able to have those conversations without feeling guilty or bad about having almost like bad thoughts about what was going on. And again, that helped us to create the whole Brain or Shine community because it's not just about the actual brain injury and coping and surviving from that. It's the effect of it throughout the whole family, the ripple effect that it has to every person that's involved with you. So, yeah, that was a fantastic release of emotion and feel that you're not on your own. Yeah, there's a phrase that says sharing is caring.
1: And it always sounds a little bit cheesy, that. But when you think about it, it's not at all. It's so, so powerful. Now, in Healthy Men, Healthy World, the next one says improving male health together. Now, I've found such a benefit from being parts of groups of people that are like minded doing similar things to what you're doing one of the big things for me was being part of a running club northampton roadrunners and if you cast your mind back to those days of lockdown which seems a age ago we set up a lot of fun challenges that we could all work on together but not necessarily be together And that gave us a real buzz. And funny enough, it came up on my photos timeline the other day when we'd done the Monopoly board challenge around Northampton. There was a Northampton version of the Monopoly game and we had to go and visit all of the sites on it. Me and a mate went out and ran together and everybody was posting their pictures on Facebook and just sharing the fun together. But it's not just about running. I mean, it's about being in a social environment and just sharing a little bit like the brain injury community going to a self-help or a therapy session or even going to a, a sort of a motivational seminar or logging on to a webinar and just listening to some really positive personal development, just like you're doing today with this podcast.
2: Absolutely. And another thing to try and avoid to enable you to stay positive is staying away from negative news. There's nothing worse than popping your TV on, the news comes on and it's just doom and gloom constantly. And particularly if that's one of the first things that you do in the morning, you know, make your cup of tea and put the TV on, that's going to set the day in that negative atmosphere. Now you don't want that. So, yeah, as much as possible, try and stay away from all the negativity that's on the TV and in social media. If you're following people and it's negative, unfollow them. It's that simple and it's so much better for your mental health.
1: Yeah, that was one thing I massively done was detach myself away from people that were just dragging me down on social media. And that leads nicely onto the next one is The final one for Healthy Men, Healthy World is looking at healthy male role models. Mm -hmm. So if you've got your negative chap on Facebook who's posting some stuff there, that's not your role model. You want to be looking at the person who is leading by example, the person who's maybe doing the things that you aspire to. For me... I would always connect with people that I just thought were inspirational. They didn't have to be Richard Branson or Elon Musk or anybody of that high profile. It could be just somebody that you know, somebody who's quite local. It could be somebody like we connect with lots of fellow authors, independent authors who've done really, really well in releasing their books. Finding somebody out there who just achieves really well
2: yeah that's a really great one and they'll help you to aspire to be what you want to be or certainly lift your motivation
1: and also i guess that's why we've created brain or shine because we want to be seen as those people not to show off and say look we've done this but we want to be seen as those people saying well you know we've overcome these challenges you can overcome them too and it's a real positive thing for us to be able to help other people move forward being kind to other people and being known for being kind and being inspirational is a real heartfelt feeling inside.
2: Yeah, do you know, one of the most effective ways of speaking up is by setting an example of yourself and letting others learn by observation. So that's exactly what you've just said. And that's what part of the brain of shine is, to help others learn from what we've gained. But although November, we've talked a lot about men's mental health, which is incredibly important, but it isn't just about men's mental health, it's about everybody's mental health. So thank you so much for listening. We hope this has helped encourage anybody that needs to make that connection and speak up take that little step and remember that it's it is okay not to be okay
1: it is indeed so let's direct you to two websites today the first one is just to remind you of our brand new website which is brainorshine.com if you know anybody who's suffering from hidden side effects from traumatic injuries then hop onto that website and it will point you in the direction of all our social medias But, of course, we have all of our usual tools on our website, which is futuretoolbox.co.uk. You can also find us on social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram and TikTok. TikTok. You can also go to our YouTube channel and subscribe to that. And we're on LinkedIn because we
2: are... We are everywhere.
1: So we do look forward to catching you next week. Remember to stay positive and speak out if you need to. See you soon. Bye for now.
0: Thank you for joining us for the Z2A of life skills with Jules and Mark of the Future Toolbox. Don't forget to head over to their website, which is futuretoolbox.co.uk, where you can find lots of free resources, plus a host of books in the store, as well as subscribing to the membership site. Follow Future Toolbox Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook at Future Toolbox, and subscribe to their YouTube channel too.